maybe it was just the way it was in my family, but besides church camp and band camp when I got older, sprinkled in here and there, you know, everyone didn't seem to pack their summers full of all kinds of camps and activities. Instead, summer break was packed full of nothingness, you know, no agenda, nowhere to be. It was as that last line of scripture that I just read, living lightly and freely. Are you tired of looking around at your life and thinking that it doesn't resemble the life you envisioned for yourself? Do you feel stuck in a particular season and your days just seem to run together in this endless loop of more of the same? Have you pretty much lost any hope that those things in your heart will ever become a reality? Or maybe you're feeling so disconnected that you don't even remember those desires in your heart anymore. Hi friend, I am Susan Beth and you are listening to the She Is Podcast, where we talk about living life intentionally and trusting that those desires that you have deep down inside of you, they're there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. If you are here for me to tell you who you are and three steps to living your best life, then you're in the wrong place. Will I share truths and practices that are super helpful? Absolutely. But my deepest desire is that I would create a space that allows you to clearly hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. Hey everyone and happy June. Even though the official first day of summer is still a few weeks away, for those of us that live in the United States, Memorial Day weekend typically kicks off summer for most people. So here we are, summer of 2022. And the world is as not normal as it ever was, or as I think we are all learning, any sense of so-called normal was just an illusion. You know, navigating these past few years has been a different kind of hard for each of us. You know, jobs have ended or changed, and we've moved to different cities or states. We've grieved the loss of precious family members and friends. We've seen mass shootings, and we've witnessed wars being waged. It's a lot. And even though for me, walking into 2020, my life had already shifted significantly the years prior in a way that some of what was considered to be the new normal, those things had already been implemented in my life in some kind of way. And my normal has continued to grow deeper these past few years in the realization of what is really essential in my life and allowing those things that aren't to fall away. You know, the word normal, it's been thrown around so much in this last season and the gift that can be found in talking about what is normal is the realization that normal does not mean needed. And so much of what was our normal and was deemed normal, that was only decided by someone or a group of someones. You know, we weren't created to be normal. We were designed and created in the image of God and purposed to be imagers of him 
by loving him with all of our heart and our soul and our mind and loving others as we love ourselves. You know, as humans, we can tend to overcomplicate things. When Jesus told us clearly that everything can be summed up in those two commandments, to love him with all of our heart, soul, and our mind, and to love others as we love ourselves. I had intended to just read a couple of verses from Matthew, but in light of what I've just shared, as I'm looking at it, I would love to read the whole chapter and please hang with me. I know it's hard when someone starts to read something of length that is easy just to tune out. I do the same thing at times. But I think that there are some really good things for us to be reminded of in this chapter. So thanks in advance for focusing in and listening. So this is Matthew chapter 11, and I'm reading it from the message. So it might not sound real familiar, but I would love for you to then just take time in whatever translation you like. I actually like to read several when I'm reading something, but I'm going to read from the message today. It is Matthew chapter 11. When Jesus finished placing this charge before his 12 disciples, he went on to teach and to preach in their villages. John, meanwhile, had been locked up in prison. And when he got wind of what Jesus was doing, he sent his own disciples to ask, Are you the one that we've been expecting, or are we still waiting? Jesus told them, go back and tell John what's going on. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear and the dead are raised. The wretched of the earth learn that God is on their side. Is this what you were expecting? Then count yourselves most blessed. When John's disciples left to report, Jesus started talking to the crowd about John. What did you expect when you went out to see him in the wild? A weekend camper? Hardly. What then? A sheik in silk pajamas? Not in the wilderness, not by a long shot. What then? A prophet? That's right, a prophet. Probably the best prophet you'll ever hear. He is the prophet that Malachi announced when he wrote, I'm sending my prophet ahead of you to make the road smooth for you. Let me tell you what's going on here. No one in history surpasses John the baptizer. But in the kingdom he prepared you for, the lowliest person is ahead of him. For a long time now, people have tried to force themselves into God's kingdom. But if you read the book of the prophets and God's law closely, you will see them culminate in John, teaming up with him and preparing the way for the Messiah of the kingdom. Looked at it this way, John is the Elijah you've all been expecting to arrive and introduce the Messiah. Are you listening to me? Really listening? How can I account for this generation? The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. John came fasting and they called him crazy. I came feasting and they called me a lush, a friend of the riffraff. Opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Next, Jesus let fly on the cities where he had worked the hardest but whose people have responded the least, shrugging their shoulders and going their own way. Doom to you, Chorazin, doom, Bethsaida, 
If Tyre and Sidon had seen half of the powerful miracles you have seen, they would have been on their knees in a minute. At Judgment Day, they'll get off easy compared to you. And Capernaum, with all your peacock strutting, you're going to end up in the abyss. If the people of Sodom had had your chances, the city would still be around. At Judgment Day, they'll get off easy compared to you. Abruptly, Jesus broke into prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You've concealed your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls, but spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that's the way you like to work. Jesus resumed talking to the people, but now tenderly. The Father has given me all these things to do and say. This is a unique father-son operation, coming out of the father and son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the son the way the father does, nor the father the way the son does. But I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Any of you in need of recovery and real rest? You know, he's not keeping it a secret of how we can live freely and lightly. And I get that as adults, we aren't given a couple of months off from life or summer break necessarily. So when I'm referring to summer and summertime, I am referring to a state of mind, a time and a feeling that a lot of you listening can relate to and remember. You know, the experience of counting down the last weeks and days of school and feeling like you were going to bust by the end of it all because you were just so full of anticipation for the sweet days of summer. Maybe it was just the way it was in my family, but besides church camp and band camp when I got older, sprinkled in here and there, you know, everyone didn't seem to pack their summers full of all kinds of camps and activities. Instead, summer break was packed full of nothingness, you know, no agenda, nowhere to be. It was as that last line of scripture that I just read, living lightly and freely. Now, to be clear, in no way do I believe the summer months are the only time that we can experience this kind of life. Absolutely not. You know, these are moments that we can experience in Christ at any time, you know, in the midst of the good days and in the midst of uncertainty and tragedy. So even though this life and freedom is available to us at all times, I would love to invite you to join me in leaning into days of living lightly and freely during these summer months we're in. I'll be sending out an email every Sunday, as well as sharing here on the podcast. And if you aren't receiving emails and you would like to, you can go to susanbeth.com and put your email in there. And I almost forgot something else that is exciting to me this summer is I've been working on some fun art pieces with some 
bright, fun summer colors. And by the way, thank you for helping confirm what I was feeling when I did um, a poll on Instagram and my stories the other week. And I love seeing your choices and no worries for those of you that weren't a fan and didn't pick the orange and hot pink. There will be something for everyone in all of the different colors that were listed and some that even weren't in the summer collection. So I was planning on releasing some of these new pieces on the 21st, which is the official first day of summer, but I don't know if I can wait that long. So be on the lookout. And those of you that are on the email list, you will find out when that happens first. So here's what I want to invite you to do. First of all, get comfy. I mean, whatever that means to you, if that's getting comfy on your couch and your favorite chair with some coffee, some tea, some water, whatever, get comfy and get out your journal, a piece of paper or whatever you got will work. And I want you to write out as many things as comes to your mind when you think about summertime when you were a child. Days with no agenda and filled with lots of time to wonder and wander. And I'm just not talking about the big event stuff. I'm talking about writing down all of it, anything that comes to your mind. For example, there was a bookshelf in our house growing up. And there were some books on that bookshelf that I wanted after my mother passed away and things were being gone through. And the reason that I wanted certain books and that they stood out to me was because I could remember so many times when I ran out of things to play or to do that I would walk over to that bookshelf and I would run my fingers down the rows and across the books. You know, I would actually even tilt my head to the side as I would read the titles and I would just, you know, be seeing all the colors of the different books. And occasionally I would stop and I would pull one of the books out that caught my eye and I would flip it open and sometimes I would just kind of flip through it. Sometimes I would stop and actually read some of it. So I want you to take your time and as you write out those things, I want you to really think about them. I want you to let your mind remember those moments and to take in and write down the feelings that you felt in those moments. Because when I think back to my childhood family bookcase, it makes me feel peaceful and like I don't have a care on the world, just free time to, to run my fingers over books, you know? So that's an example of, it doesn't have to be some big major event or trip that you took. You know, I'm really excited about these next few months and I'm looking forward to experiencing these sweet summer days in some kind of way together with you. And you know that my hashtag loving self will be using hashtag she is summertime. If you want to join in on social media, you can use that if you post a picture or a thought or just anything that is taking place in the next few weeks and days. And that way, you know, if we, if you click on that hashtag, then you can find what everybody's posted. So anyway, I think it'll be fun and hope you will jump in and join the fun. So I'd love to close this out in prayer. So Father, I thank you for a world full of seasons and we are just so grateful that you are right there with us in each and every one. And I ask that during these next few months of summer that we would draw close to you in a fresh way and that we would experience your freedom and your life and our spirits and that we would 
be renewed in every way. We love you, Father, and we are excited for all that is to come. And we are looking to you always. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need.